The following is a paid program on this station. Securities offered through Cataray Grant and Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Good morning and welcome to Retirement Freedom, a program about how to realize your retirement dreams with your hosts Shane Kloniger and Susan Carter and sponsored by SC Financial Group, an independent advisory investment firm located in Bellevue, Washington. Retirement Freedom is live call-in radio designed to help you understand the world of investments and answer your personal financial questions, not just about wealth accumulation, but also about wealth distribution, how to grow your money, how to keep it safe, and how to plan for retirement. The lines are open so you can call in and ask your financial and retirement questions at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. And now, here are your hosts for Retirement Freedom, Shane Kloniger and Susan Carter. Good morning, everybody. Shane Kloniger here. Thanks for joining us. Susan Carter, my co-host. Thanks so much, Susan, for joining me. Absolutely. Ready to go. Uh, If you want to call into the show today, please do. Uh, We are live here in the morning of April the 7th, 800-465-8770. Once again, that's 800-465-8770. If you go to our website, scfinancialgroup.com, you'll see uh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, A little bit about us, a little bit about the firm. You'll also see our list of workshops that we always have available. Uh, And actually, uh, while you're there, we do have a workshop that we're going to be doing after this show right here in Bellevue, uh, over at the Bellevue Residence Inn. Uh, We're going to be doing our Faith and Finance kind of our inaugural launch of our Faith and Finance Workshop. So if you happen to bounce around, you want to pop in and say hi, feel free to do that. You don't have to go on the website and sign up. If if you are there, then you want to sign up, that'd be great too, but not required. Uh, Just go ahead and pop in, say hi, and we'll have a seat for you. Uh, That's at the Bellevue Residence Inn at 2 p.m. today. Easy parking right off of 405. You don't have to go into the middle of Bellevue or anything like that. Uh, literally 10 seconds off the exit. So uh, feel free to do that, and uh, we'd love to meet you. It's going to be an interesting workshop, something a little different, which is for people who have very strong convictions and faith, how you integrate all of that into your financial planning for your life. Let's talk about that for a second, because uh, you know, over the years, you and I have had a lot of folks come into us and say, you know, I'm tithing right now, and I'm really not sure how to handle that when I retire. Do I take it off the growth? Do I, am I... Have I given enough? Have I should I, should I give my still time off now? Of my withdrawals. What's what what's yeah. what's the standard? What are, what is everybody else doing? And the interesting thing about that is is that everybody does a little bit of everything. That's uh, right. You know, it's your own personal, uh, as you said, conviction as far right. as the way you're handling it. So, uh, you know, this is this is an event that I think you would get a lot out because we're really offering it from the standpoint of this is what we see in the universe of options, mm-hmm. and here is you know, feel free to go ahead and decide for yourself around your own. Faith. Right. What you think is is right for you and your family, the way you're inferring the message. Mm -hmm. Well, and and another area is the giving you do to family members and Mm -hmm. to others as well. How do you balance what you give, what you you spend on yourself, um, what you invest for the future? And, you know, how does that in where in the world does your faith come into all of that? 
Well, it actually can give you great guidance on mm-hmm. it. And a lot of times we work with, we work with a lot of different uh, married couples, uh, and going into retirement, they don't, they've never had the discussion before. Right. Uh, you know, and so some of them might have really strong convictions to, to keep it exactly the same way when they were, had full paychecks. Mm-hmm. And others are looking at it saying, well, I think I'd rather just give a, when there's a good bull market, I'll give extra or, uh, you know, can you guys give me a one, Susan, I don't remember one time we worked on somebody who wanted a tithing rate. Right. So what they said is any, any time that I make above this amount, I'm going to put some money aside and that will be my tithing fund. So kind of sweep the growth off the top, uh, which, Hey, you know what works great for them. So that's why we're saying is there is no wrong answer on that to a certain extent. Uh, you know, so we're going to go over the, the the options it, it, the it, way we're seeing the way the way that you're seeing the connection right. there and, yeah. and the key here is every decision you make has to be made in the context of your understanding of your overall finances you have to understand that everything you do has a trade-off mm-hmm. and you have to weigh out what those what those trade-offs are for example um, I'm thinking of a case in which um, a woman was widowed and she felt very, very strongly that she needed to immediately satisfy. It was a, it was a blended family. Mm-hmm. She felt it, she needed to immediately satisfy her, her now deceased husband's wish that his son ultimately would get the, a portion of this other home that they owned. Mm-hmm. Well, the impact um, of doing that too soon was devastating upon her and that you know and I had to really sit with her and say tell me more about that conversation mm-hmm. explain to me what your husband's intentions and thinking was and showing her that doing it in, in the proper fashion was was going to actually allow her to be true to her word and also not have broken her husband's ultimate intent for her, which was that she was okay. Mm-hmm. You know, right. so that's the hard part about digging into money is that you really can't make a decision in a vacuum. You do no, have to no. do the work. And, and, and it's really hard, uh, to do that too without taking a look at what's the effect of that decision over a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so because you can basically uh, get to a point where you're giving away so much at the beginning, now you're going to become a burden back on, in that particular case, you could be a burden back on the kids, which right. certainly wouldn't have been the wishes right, of uh, that husband. Of that yeah. husband. And and so that that's where we come in. That's where we come in and say, okay, let's take a look at this and let's see what we can do and, mm-hmm. and come up with a strategy. And we did come up with a great strategy for that. We did. Which was kind of parlayed over time and communicated back to the kids. This is what we are doing, which fulfilled that immediate need of, well, what's going on with with this particular property. Right. So there's there's a lot you can do around that. And uh, that's a great thing is that if you have an open mind going into it on just let's look at the design work here, uh, it makes a big difference. Yeah, and particularly, you know, just using that story again to doing your own planning so that you can be clear and explain it to others and make sure that not only your investments are matching what you're trying to do, but your will and is matching what you're and your communication about what you want to happen mm-hmm. after you pass. It all needs to come into alignment. Yeah, and I think over the years, uh, my communication back to clients in those situations is is different. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I think that you have a responsibility as an advisor to make sure that you take the time. It doesn't matter whether it takes one appointment or five appointments to make sure that you're educating what the real risks are here. Right. You need to understand this. And if you go forward, it's your money. 
but you need to understand this is what potentially could happen here. Yeah. And, and that's that's the other part of it, which I think everybody really appreciates because that's what they're looking to us for is to give them some guidance on uh, just not just not nodding my head and saying, yeah, you can do that. Right. Uh, it's your money. Take it out. It's it's well, let me explain to you what I'm seeing as a potential uh, danger in this decision. Right. And then going from there. Uh, 800-465-8770 is the number to call into Retirement Freedom. We are live here on the 7th on AM 770 KTTH. Susan and Shane right here. So feel free to give us a call. 800-465-8770. The format of our show, uh, if you haven't heard us bouncing around for the last nine years in the Puget Sound area, the format has always been to our show that your calls come first. Uh, you're, you're the most important thing to our show. It's what's driven it for the last almost decade now. So, uh, it is, it is your show more or less. So, uh, it doesn't have to be on topic on what we're talking about. It could be anything that you want to call in on financial related. And it doesn't have to be so obvious. It could be just like what we talked about just now, a mm-hmm. scenario. Mm-hmm. If you want to call in with a scenario and see what we think, you might be surprised at the way that we attack it and come up with some examples for you, some different options that you could go down those paths. So that's really the way we think from a financial planning aspect once again the number to call in on am 770 ktth is 800-465-8770 if you go to our website what you're also going to find there is you're going to find some more information about us we're based out of bellevue washington uh you're also going to see our list of workshops we had a great workshop this last week we did thanks to everybody who came yeah no that was a lot of another full house it was a lot of fun we really appreciate uh uh, everybody who took the time to come and see us that's become very popular again and uh so the food's great. We had uh, a lovely catered dinner from Maggiano's, and people love the food. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be doing it again here in just a few more weeks. So if you want to get in on the next one, just go to our website, scfinancialgroup.com, and you can read about it and sign up. Mm-hmm. Or don't forget, today, 2 p.m., we're doing a live event over at the Bellevue Residence Inn. We'd love to meet any of you. And you'll hear that a few more times today. That's right. <laughs> Um, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, but you know, I I wanted to just segue into, um, I think our topic for today fits pretty well with what we'll be talking about over at the uh, faith and finance as well, which is how do you know you can actually financially afford to do whatever it is you desire, including retire. We're going to talk about transitioning into retirement, That's right. which is, uh, is, is, is not always easy. Especially in these days. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a lot of questions, a lot of That's a lot right. of things that you feel like you need to cover in your mind before you feel it's okay to tell your boss that you know what I'm done, mm-hmm. adios, mm-hmm. I'm out. Uh, AM 770 KTTH Retirement Freedom is the show you're listening to. 800-465-8770 if you want to call in right now. I want to go to our first caller for the for the day. Let's go to Mark in Lakewood. Hey, Mark, how are you? Just hello, Mark. Good morning. Thank you for taking. Good- Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? I can now. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, The reason I'm calling in, uh, I just retired a year ago. My wife's been retired for a few years. We don't have any family. We don't have kids or anything to, uh, well, we're getting ready to do our will, and we were kind of wanting to know which direction to go in. And we live near uh, Madigan Hospital. And we've met a lot of families down here where their son or daughter uh, happened to come in their military. They came in, they're going through therapy or surgery or whatever at the hospital, but they were having very hard time to find a place to stay. Right. And so one of the things my, my wife and I are thinking about doing, we have a large home 
and we thought about making it in a place where giving it to a good organization to take care of once we die, um, where people could stay while their family members are at the hospital. And That's a great idea. I've dealt with the and we've dealt with the government before, and, the, and it seems like it's a very hard, complicated process to deal with them. And I wanted to know, you know what your thoughts are if there if this is something that we can possibly do. Have you have you talked to the hospital at all? No, uh, we've not talked to anyone. We we've uh, just started thinking about it about a month or two ago, and we're looking at this might be a good thing to do. Yeah, I, you know, it, it, I, I would go through the hospital and tell them your idea, and I would bet that they'd be able to at least get you to the right direction. Uh, I got to believe that. Okay. They, you know, I, I would think that would be your. I mean, it's kind of like the Ronald McDonald House, and you know, uh, for children's and all these others. That I think that might be a good start for you because they probably have uh, a community liaison at some level that they can go and help you with that. Uh, but that's a great idea. Hey, you know, uh, hats off to you for that. Uh, very, very generous. And uh, um, you know, but I would definitely start with the hospital. Susan, do you have any thoughts on that? No, I was exactly thinking the same thing. Um, you're really looking at they're in the position to probably put it within their own. They probably have a foundation. Right. And um, it actually could uh, possibly benefit your estate as well from a tax standpoint um, yeah. and, and benefit the hospital in the process. Yeah. What, I, what I'm thinking on that, Mark, too, is that a lot of times if you gift that kind of property in that way through the organization, um, they'll set up some type of a charitable trust. And you can, you know, you can also work with an attorney to do that. But there, there might be a way where you could get some tax credits up front as well, which can really change the, the direction of your retirement at the beginning if you're not paying taxes for a couple of years. So I would definitely talk to them about that and and figure out if they have some avenues to do that through them first. Okay, that would that sounds great. I love the part. We didn't think about the tax end of it, but that's always a plus. It is. It is. And because we worked with clients before where we had attorneys set up charitable trusts for them, and then they get a certain amount of tax credits that just build up for those first few years pretty heavily. Uh, you got to do it in a very particular way, though. Be careful uh, the way you do it. Don't sell the property and then give the cash. You So make sure that you understand how the property would be going into the trust, et cetera, especially if there's any capital gains involved. Okay? Okay. That would be great. All right, and then if okay, you if you well, don't find anything on there, Mark, give us a call back, and we'll we'll do some we'll we'll try to figure it out for you. Okay, appreciate that very much. Okay, great great, great thought though. Uh, hope you have a great weekend. Thank you. Bye now. Okay, bye bye. Love that idea. What a great way to go. Very generous. Yeah. Very very generous and good for them. Yeah, uh, and, you know they, they see the need right in their own yeah. right in their own neighborhood. Right. Talk about you uh, know right the, here. In, yeah. Again, this is right on, on, on topic, which is how do you actually use your money for more than just spending it? How do you actually um, use it to create something wonderful like well, this? You know, what, what, is, what is amazing on what they're doing is they're actually figuring out how to uh, look at other assets beyond just trying to hit that income goal. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're making decisions earlier on. And so now they, if you start carving out certain pe- we just talked about this with our example with our client. Mm-hmm. If you start carving out certain pieces, now you have a fresh look to see what the effect is going to be. 
Right. Uh, but when we were, when we do our retirement analysis for clients, we take the, we take the residents out anyway, unless somebody's renting from you for income. Right. Because we don't want to include the asset. You don't want to create a scenario that, that you're counting on more assets to generate income than the asset can possibly generate. Right. So if you have your primary residence and it's part of your overall net worth, make sure you take that out when you're figuring out your income. If you're taking a percentage, let's say, of right. your total position. Uh, Susan, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll take some more calls. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for the call. Great call. Retirement Freedom right here on AM 770 KTTH. Uh, 800-465-8770 is the number to call. Uh, and when we come back from the break, we will go ahead and talk about transitioning into retirement. So once again, that's 800 465 8770. Listen with Shane and Susan, Retirement Freedom. Stay with us. We're coming right back. You're listening to Retirement Freedom. This is your opportunity to get impartial answers to your questions from Shane Kloniger and Susan Carter. The lines are open for your calls at 1 800 465 8770. That's 800 465 8770. Shane and Susan will be right back. Hi, this is Susan Carter from the Retirement Freedom Show. You have two choices in building your retirement nest egg. You can go it alone or seek the advice of professionals. At SC Financial Group, we take great pride in the amount of time we invest in educating each one of our clients. We believe a well-educated investor who continues to learn about their individual portfolios, taxation and income needs has less fear of these same topics. We also believe with less fear of the unknown, better decisions are possible. Don't run with the fearful pack. Come to our educational retirement workshop and let us build your knowledge base and confidence. Planning for Retirement is our next workshop, and it takes place on Thursday, April 26th at 6.30 p.m. in our Bellevue office. Call to RSVP 425-451-2950 or go to our website, scfinancialgroup.com, and sign up today. Once again, the number to call, 425-451-2950 or our website, scfinancialgroup.com. Securities offered through Cataray Grant & Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Hi, this is Shane Kloniger. I hope you've been enjoying our show, Retirement Freedom. Whether you are a new listener or have been listening to us for years, I hope the show has been helpful. We have covered many topics over the years and have had some great phone calls from listeners seeking a better understanding of finance and investing. The one common denominator is a search for clarity and understanding how to put together a great retirement plan and strategy. Guess what? You can have access to our financial knowledge in person as we offer a complimentary retirement analysis to help get you started with a clear understanding of where you sit on the financial roadmap to retirement. Let's tackle this together. Call us at 425-451-2950 to set up your complimentary consultation in our Bellevue office or visit scfinancialgroup.com to learn more. Once again, the number to call is 425-451-2950 or visit our website at scfinancialgroup.com. Thanks for listening. Securities offered through Cataray Grant and Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Welcome back to Retirement Freedom. I'm Shane Kloniger. 800-465-8770 is the number to call right here on AM 770 KTTH. 
Uh, you can go to our website at scfinancialgroup.com. Sign up for uh, the workshop we're having today, uh, or you can just come and see us. Uh, we're going to be at the Bellevue Residence Inn at 2 p.m. today for our Faith and Finance, our first one that we're launching. Uh, I'll be happy to see you. Uh, if you want to come to just our regular Planning for Retirement workshop, that's on the 26th right here in Bellevue also, but at our office. Uh, by the way, our office is super easy parking. How many firms can say that in Bellevue? Uh, super easy parking. So uh, you can come to that. That's on uh, Thursday, April the 26th at 6.30 p.m. That's a dinner workshop. We'd love to have you. Uh, and a lot of what we're going to talk about today kind of comes back into that workshop. Uh, and so hopefully you'll be able to see the way we take the different angles in working with retirement. It, to us, it's a giant puzzle that we've kind of figured out a, a quick way to put all the different pieces together and what we have confidence with. So uh, once again, we're going to walk you through some of that today. But if you want to see the full uh, visual format of that, you can come to our workshop. And once again, if you go to scfinancialgroup.com, you can find all of that information. Also, I'm going to throw out the number to our office if you just want to sign up and leave uh, leave your information, and we'll get back to you with a confirmation email. The number in our office is 425 425- Four five one twenty nine fifty. Once again, right in Bellevue, four two five four five one two nine five zero. But the great thing about live radio, which this is right now, is you can call in with with any questions you have, and Susan and I'll take care of it. Right, Susan? That's right. We'll take a shot at it. Anyway. We always try our best. Eight hundred four six five eight seven seventy. Uh, we've got some lines open, so uh, definitely give us a call. But I want to go back to transition until those come in. Transitioning into retirement, Susan. Uh, and one of the things uh, that we just talked about uh, with Mark from his call in is uh, taking a look at your assets and figuring out which ones you can count on for retirement, which ones you can't. And I think one of the big decisions is always before you even get to that point, are you ready to retire? It's an emotional decision as much as it is a financial decision. And oftentimes people are so busy with their lives that it, it's hard when they first sit down. I know when we have folks come into our office, oftentimes they're a little bit flummoxed at first when you're asking, we ask them some basic questions like, where do you see yourself living? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, have you thought about what kinds of activities you're, you're going to be wanting to participate in? And are there any costs associated with that? And it's like, you can see this look coming on to some folks' faces like, wow, I, I guess I was just so worried about the money, I, I forgot to think about what that might look like. So that's the part, first part is, are you emotionally prepared to retire? Do you have, do you have a, a strong, positive vision of what you're going to do with your time? Yeah, and, and I think that's something that everyone always struggles with a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, even if you have a love. I mean, fly fishing, golfing, traveling, right. whatever your love is. I think that there becomes a point where people start questioning how much you actually love an activity when you can do it all day. Right. Um, I think that's normal. And, yeah. and we see that with people who want to go golfing a lot. I use golfing a lot, but I don't know, fishing, cause I'm a fisherman. I suppose I, I could do that mm-hmm. forever, but, but you know, the certain, some of those things that come into play that that is your goal. Okay. I'm going to golf every day for six months when I retire. Um, and a lot of times we'll have people come back and go, you know what? Uh, I'm at the three month mark and I one, did I think I made a decision retiring early? Mm. Uh, so you got to have a lot of different variations to what you, more complex retirements, I guess, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I think takes the pressure off of yourself to not, not, yeah. not say, you know what? I made a bad decision because I just do one thing. 
Uh, I'm not saying that's what everyone does, but but keep that in mind. Yeah, and also uh, families, everyone's different in the way that they connect with other folks. If you have a, a large extended family and that's the center of your life, mm-hmm. your retirement might be just that you finally get to do more things with your family and more activities. Other people don't have kids, uh, that, but they maybe have clubs or activities that they've been very, or politics or something. Church is often a, a large mm-hmm. part of people's lives. So you have to also evaluate what's my social network and how much of it is connected to work versus other non-work areas because though i've i've seen so many people who are very active prior to retirement continuing with that and they say i don't even know where i had time to work in the past so yeah well th- that's th- where you just you gotta vet yourself and yeah no take a look at things yeah and, and everybody has a different view of it Right. So also your spouse has a different view of it. So if you've been kind of mulling this through for a couple of years when you're at work starting to daydream about retirement, uh, you've had a chance to process it for a very long period of time. Mm-hmm. Then you come home on a Friday. Hey, you know what? I'm going to retire on Monday kind of thing. <laughs> I you wouldn't know? advise that. No, I mean, that's that's a little abrupt yeah. for anybody, right? Yeah. So, so obviously respect, being a little facetious on that. Yeah, but, respect the spouse. Yeah. <laughs> but still, you want to you wanna bring them along on that. The other thing that, that we know is because we, we offer a complimentary retirement analysis is when you get yourself into a room and you, t- you turn the cell phones off, you turn the noise off of your daily life, and all of a sudden you have to focus in on yourself, it's a lot harder than you think. I would agree. It's a lot harder. So when you close that door and all of a sudden some of those questions are kind of bouncing around, it's a good time to have your spouse in there if you're married to make sure that you're kind of on the same page on that journey. Exactly. Because it is a journey to go from being worked working to going to a point where it's your actual day of retirement. Mm-hmm. It is a journey. So what we what we want to do, Susan, we've talked about this many times, is we want someone when they're going into retirement to be able to focus on the things that they can't replicate ever again. Right. Maybe uh, hanging out with some coworkers a little bit more, having a retirement party, uh, you know, all the things that are actually going to be supporting you as you go into retirement, making sure you get all the numbers and addresses of all the folks you work with, because you may not even know where they live or what they do. <laughs> you just have a great relationship with them at work. And then all of a sudden, your your social connection is just cut off because it's mainly been work for the last 30 years. Right. Uh, you know, these are the things we want you to think about, not just what's my rate of return and, and what investments am I going? Obviously, that's very important, but it's a lot more than that. It really is. And oftentimes, you know, another thing that comes up is people want to do something geographically different. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say you've been living in the family home for forever, and yeah. now you've got the chance to you know, finally sell that in this very up market, you may be looking at a relocation to another area. Mm-hmm. You want to take that carefully as well um, because you've never lived there. And uh, so there's a lot that goes into a conversation with your financial advisor. And my, my big thing is, is that making the decision to retire is a giant decision. Be yeah. careful about making too many other giant decisions simultaneously. Yeah, I mean, timing is everything on this. Uh, really understanding exactly uh, what you can uh, put together mm-hmm. on a feasible basis for yourself changes 
Right. So, you know, and I think everybody always asks those questions, Susan, is, well, you know, I'm, I'm 64 right now. What's the difference if I work one more year? What if I make it to 65? And uh, the first of all, right from the beginning, uh, I would say we're the odd ducks, Susan, in the financial planning world <laughs> where we say, you know what, put more value on your 60s and living right then that extra hundred thousand fifty thousand dollars net or whatever it ends up being for yourself in cash flow which you probably will spend anyway on a lot of work related stuff right um you know instead of doing that why not get that one extra year of life retired and and to me that's more important because you and i have seen a lot of different scenarios around retirement i've also seen a lot of folks who uh, unfortunately don't have the type of retirement they want because of illness or other right. family issues, and they, you can't get that year back. And so, if you if, if it ends up being that it's just extra pot of money at the end, you know you can't take it with you. It's more, not even. It's so true when it comes to this. <laughs> yeah. Is that okay? So at the end of life, you have one point five million. Uh, instead, is if it's one point four five, you know, is that is that worth? I, I would take the year. I would take the year of retirement, assuming that's what you want to do. Well, yeah, because uh, you, uh, other, you might not be able to take your money with you when you die, but you also may not be able to take your health with you as you age. Very you true. Know, so there's a, uh, there's a lot of things. Even more frustrating. It, that's even more frustrating because yeah. now you've got the money but not the health to be able to enjoy it. Right. So those are the trade-offs, and every everyone's trade-offs are different. Yeah, and I mean, uh, right now... Uh, the the average 65-year-old American, uh, according to the NCHS data brief, uh, says that the average 65-year-old American can expect to live for 19.4 additional years. Uh, and, you know, that's that's not long enough. So if that's the case and you decide to work three more years in your 60s because of the fact that, you know, say you hate your job, I mean, we work with a lot of people who either love or hate their jobs. This is so true. The indifference doesn't really happen at retirement that much, the retirement age. And the reason is, is because you want to make a decision one way or the other. Mm -hmm. So it's either you hate it or you love it. And let's suppose you hate it, but you think that for some reason you need to put a little more, more money on the pile to make it safe for yourself. Make sure you vet out what the different options are because you might have just given up uh, three years out of the 20 that's a big percentage if that is, in fact, what happens. And the best three. <laughs> and, and it could be could be even the best three. You're right. 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 Absolutely the best three. So uh, keep that in mind. We're, you know, the way we approach it is, is we work on a custom basis. We talk to every family. I want to know how you, you know, how, how, how you view a retirement. Right. And, and what makes you click. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I want to know. It's, it's interesting, too, that we see kind of uh, rotations in, in different types of jobs. Um, right now we're having, we're having the annual um, teacher uh, time because we're coming close to the end of the school year. And people, people think about this on an annual basis. It's like, ah, mm -hmm. oh, do I really want to sign up for one more year? We, we see it every spring. I know. Every spring we see it. Uh, we get an influx of teachers. 
who say, I'm uh, done. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and they're borderline, some of them. Yeah. But they want to see what it looks like. And some of them go another year, but they w- just want to know, am I okay? Right. Any day I want, right. I can say, all right, this is it. I'm not going another, I'm not going through another summer for another school start. I'm yeah. not doing it. Yeah. So we do uh, love you, teachers. We love We We, we get you. it. Yeah, we understand. We uh, but let's, let's go ahead and take a break, Susan. When we come back, uh, Miriam from Snohomish is first in line, Miriam. If you would stay with us, we'll bring you right on um and also so i got some lines open here 800-465-8770 once again that's 800-465-8770 retirement freedom on am 770 ktth listen with shane and susan stay with us we'll come right back and take miriam's call you're listening to retirement freedom Retirement Freedom is live call-in radio designed to help you understand the world of investments and answer your personal financial questions. The lines are open for your calls at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. Shane and Susan will be right back. Did you know the type of account you open with a financial firm could affect how you communicate with them as well? There are some accounts that require your financial advisor to call you with every investment decision to be made. This includes making a trade on a difficult market day when the advisor recommends to sell a position. If you are not available, then the trade does not occur without your approval. A discretionary advisory account, however, allows you to designate your financial advisor as a fiduciary to make prudent investment decisions on your behalf. This allows the advisor to make decisions during all hours without your direct okay on each trade made. If you would like your advisor to manage the account to do the best of their abilities and not call you during your me time, then give SC Financial Group a call, 425-451-2950. That's 425-451-2950. Securities offered through Cataray Grant and Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Hi, this is Susan Carter. As a listener to our show, you know that we cover a broad range of topics, and I truly enjoy the live call-ins. We understand, however, that not everyone is comfortable coming on the air to talk about personal finances, and we want to make sure you get your questions answered. Serving our community by providing this educational show is just one way we help. We also offer free financial consultations and provide you a personal retirement analysis at no charge. Feel free to call us anytime during the week if you'd like to have a question answered or request your own personal consultation. The floor is yours, so give us a call at our office, 425-451-2950, or simply visit our website, scfinancialgroup.com, and you can type in your request there. Thanks again for listening today, and I hope we'll hear from you soon. Securities offered through Cataray Grant and Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC.
Welcome back to Retirement Freedom, everybody. Shane Kloniger here. Susan, my co-host across from me, Susan Carter, AM 770 KTTH 800-465-8770 is the number to call. Uh, we got some lines open. Once again, that's 800-465-8770. It could be on any financial question you want to call on. We are live here taking your calls, 800-465-8770. We're going to go to our uh, line one, Miriam from Snohomish. Hi, Miriam. How are you? Fine, thank you. Thanks um, for calling in. I don't know any. I don't know anything about finances, but I I read a lot of books, and I'm confused on one right now. Okay. And I thought you could tell me what they mean and and what your opinion is. Absolutely. Um, he's talking about Monte Carlo, Monte Carlo calculators. He okay. said they assume the sequencing of returns risk and volatility effects mm-hmm. are random. But research right. proves they aren't. Therefore, mm-hmm. any calculator that randomizes the return data is misrepresenting reality. So mm. he says that, and and then okay. he tells you um, that you should retire based on market valuations. He says, match the amount you can spend from your retirement nest egg to what research says can be supported given market valuations and interest rates on the date you retire. And here's yeah. the last sentence. In other words, rather than choosing your spending based on your income needs, Choose your spending based on what research says your assets and market conditions will support. Yeah, I couldn't disagree even. More. I couldn't disagree more. I'm assuming that's why you're calling me. Uh, well, he, here's the thing: is that uh, so? Let, let's start with Monte Carlo. So Monte Carlo kind of became very popular uh, around 2001, 2002, because you know everyone made these huge assumptions that the internet stocks were going to the moon and would never come down, and people were taking more money out of their portfolios than they should. And then it kind of came back into popularity again after 2008. Uh, and trust me, it'll come back into popularity pretty strong again as soon as this stock market has some type of correction or a bear market. So what ends up happening around that Monte Carlo is just a flat, uh, you know, based upon you and the way that you're investing, what is a safe number that you can take out? Is it 3%, 4%, 5% of your assets over your lifetime? And uh, th- that's where it originally came about. The you know that that's the variation they were trying to say. Well, we it's a variable part of the market. Let's put a flat rate on it and then compare it back to the variable market. I'm not sure you can really do that. But what it does do, what do we get out of it? What it does do is give you a range of those sequencer returns. So if you retire in the first three years, it's terrible markets, and you're you're a stock investor. Does it have an effect over you taking that certain percentage out for your lifetime? And it absolutely does. Sequencer returns is real. Uh, we've seen it play out many, many times. So it, that is true. Versus the person, maybe your next door neighbor decides to retire three years later, at you know, and and the market goes into a bull market from that point. What's their experience or what's their overlay for their retirement? So it By it does actually market, make you a mean difference. A good market. I mean, a market, good market, yes. Good market, yeah. Exactly. With stock market going up pretty strongly. So the one thing I don't agree with, though, is is taking a look at your income solely based upon your mix of assets and a market valuation. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. I would completely discount that thought. Uh, well, and the I'm reason- not sure I understand the thought. What he says is that we should retire when the investment markets are in the bottom quartile of historical valuations when you retire. What that basically means is, 
What that basically means is you're taking a conservative approach that you're not making the assumption of these huge gains in the future, which which I I would support that part of it. But what I wouldn't support is the fact that you look at any market valuation. I'm more worried about your. I don't know what a market valuation is. So what what that basically means is looking at the stock prices as they are right now, or what the investment okay. prices are right now. So value so. Of them right now. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like taking a picture of yourself and assuming that that's, you know, like the Washington State driver's license and then it lasts forever. You know, I mean, things change constantly. And so taking a picture helps get you on the right spot on the map to understand some things, but it's, it's not the whole story. So what you need to do in retirement is take a look at all the pieces you have and all your family dynamics and, and everything, and then come up with a range that you feel comfortable with. I'm not saying that you should be able to spend 12% a year or anything crazy like that. What I'm saying is, is that you have to understand the ranges, but I, you know, uh, be, be careful on a lot of those valuations on a snapshot. Uh, it's a lot, it's a lot more difficult than that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Thank you yeah, so much. It, absolutely. Great question. I, I, hopefully it, it was some help. Well, yes, it gave me something to, to talk about uh, when I talk to someone else about what you said and then what this book said. <laughs> Thank you so much. You You're bet. welcome. Okay, bye-bye. Thank bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Uh, let's, uh, 800-465-8770 if you'd be the, the, if you'd like to be the next caller to call in that I can confuse, Retirement Freedom here on AM 770 KTTH. Once again, that's 800-465-8770. Susan, we're going to go right away back to Bob and Bothell. Hey, Bob, how are you? Hi, how are you? Uh, we're doing good, thanks. So, thanks for calling in. So, the, thank you very much. And we've, we've listened to you a lot, actually. Oh, great. We thanks. probably should come down and visit you. <laughs> <laughs> you do that. So, so the question is uh, if you're turning 70, okay, in this month, do you apply for this month for Social Security or do you apply for May so that it's maximized? Oh, you're you're talking about applying for Social Security now. For the first time. Okay. Uh, When when are you turning 70? In In 20 days. Well, I would no, go ahead. In and, April, I would do it. I would go right ahead and get started on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to do it right away. Yeah, I know. Bob. But do you apply to start? So, is it ask questions oh. about when you start. Yeah. You start. Yeah, today, you would you set, start. How do you maximize it? Well, wait. T- yeah, so tell them you want. Them. Tell yeah, tell them you want it to start after your on your birthday or yeah. after. Bob, what 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 actual day is your birthday? The twenty second. The twenty second. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, you're going to end up in the third Wednesday group, I believe. Uh, so, Whatever yeah, that means. Yeah, <laughs> well, that, what that means is you get to wait another three weeks uh, is what that means. So, yeah, I would I would go right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then, hey, uh, one last question for you. So uh, you're you're retiring right now. Uh, do you not, are you not married? Exactly. Not exactly. Yeah. Oh, OK. All right. Uh, are you are you married? Yes. You are. Okay. Is your wife already uh, retired? Nope. Nope. Is she a lot younger than you? Five years. Five years? Okay. Uh, So has she started hers as of right now? Nope. She has not. Okay. Okay, great. She has not. Okay. And then so is she going to file on your number, I'm assuming? Um, Once you retire? Have you you figured all that stuff out yet? 
You you need to come in and see us. <laughs> Let me. Well, uh, we, we, we 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 waited we waited to seventy because uh, I waited to seventy because I have a fairly okay paying job plus other investments, and so we get banged around each other here. What we probably actually need is tax planning. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Well, like, that, that's part of so it. We're do you, probably do you have a, a slightly different group than you're talking to here. Are well? Do you have a really. do you have a pension? Yes. Okay, so yeah, you're going to be in that in that realm where once you turn on all this income, you're going to have a lot of ordinary taxes because you'll have the Social Security and the pension coming in. So and the and the required minimum distributions are going to start. They will start kicking in. Right. So yeah. And yeah. Then, and and, and, and that's great. Appears as our, you know, <clears throat> it's crossed our mind that our income might go up in retirement. You are one of them. That sounds like that's highly likely. Yeah, and it's not. It's not even in any one of those years. Uh, it's actually Bob. What's going to happen is it's the accumulation of the tax burden as you keep accumulating all of that. Unless you're going to throw it all into a bunch of munis or something like that, uh, so you get some tax-free relief. But I mean, there, there's a lot going on there. So that's really the. You're right, though. That's the planning that you would probably need to do. Is that you don't really have an income issue. You actually are one of the few out there that have too much income that will be automatically turned on. So that's probably so some tax efficiency would be. In so our, we've tried you know. to avoid it. The pension hasn't been turned on either. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. Well, once you hit all of that, once they do flip the obviously we flip the lever eventually on all of it, it will all be coming in to the point where. Uh, you know, you'll have to deal with that every year. So, which isn't a bad, isn't a bad problem <laughs> to have. So yeah. I, I'm a, still a little unclear on the social security. So I apply for it immediately for this month or for May. If, if you're May, May 22nd is your birth date, correct? No, April 22nd. I mean, April 22nd. I'm sorry. I'm already a month ahead. Uh, yeah, then I would go ahead and apply right away because they're just going to put it based on that date because you're already across your full okay. retirement age. Yeah, so yeah. they're just going to place the date on it, whatever you tell them. Uh, and it, it will okay. actually max out on that date anyway, so they're just going to give you the date when you go in, and you just have to Yeah, agree. that's why That's why I was doing it that date. That's exactly right. Yep, so. that's the maximum date. That is the maximum you can go. Yeah. Okay. okay. And he, uh, it, it said it was recommended to do it online because yes, well, SS, I've heard SSA. A lot of bad about doing it in person. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you don't mind the plexiglass and the armed guards, go on in. Uh, but if yeah, it's easier just to, it's easier just to do it online. And yeah. waiting for hours. <laughs> and waiting for hours. Yeah. Yeah. Bring your lunch if you're so, going to go in. And a good so book. And your and your dinner. So yeah. Sorry, Bob. To you. Yeah. Your, your firm. Yeah. Um, how how is the best one way to set that up or to to I mean, come in I and see us? These dinners are where where you're going over what you do. Okay, correct. And I would have probably more specific questions than that that type of thing. Yeah. Well, since you've already talked to us and we get an idea of what's going on, uh, we would still do the retirement analysis for you, complimentary. Uh, and that's where we would lay everything out, including the tax planning, uh, regardless of when you turn on all those different income streams. Uh, that's just the basis of that's the basis of our planning. So we would include that. And so you can go to our website uh, and sign up. You can give us a call, sign up to come in and see us. And what we'll do is we'll send you a list of some items to bring uh, for that initial meeting. And we'll build the plan with you right there in that first meeting. Or if you want, you can go to our website and and we got a secure server connection. You can go there and type it in, and it will all come in. 
to us, and then the first time you come in, we already have the plan built. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Okay. All right. So we'd uh, love to meet you. Yeah, it'd be great question, to meet. You. Are you guys really? Yeah. Uh, are you guys like a brokerage firm or a tax planning firm or accounting firm or what? Actually, what what we really are? Uh, we question yeah. that too. No, yeah. uh, we are a financial planning firm, investment firm, income management firm. Uh, so we are licensed to be either a broker, an insurance agent, or a fiduciary. So we're fully licensed across the board. So all we're doing is picking and choosing what we need to, to utilize inside for inside the plan for every person. Um, so we're not uh, beholden to any one of those levels. Uh, we actually are allowed to go and just find the find the right solution is the way we approach it. Okay. So we're we're not we're not CPAs. Yeah. Just so you know, we're not CPAs or tax attorneys. We're just building the financial plans. Okay? Okay. Great. Well, hey, thanks for your Thank call, you Bob. I appreciate it. All right. Have okay. a great day. Bye. We'll see you. All right. Bye-bye. I love the fact that he's he's really been strategic about the way he's trying to defer income as long as possible. But he's right. Sometimes you can almost be too successful. Yeah. The IRS will remember that. So uh, we're, we're going to skip the last break. What I'm going to do is just do our live ad. We're going to do a live ad. A live ad. For okay. our Faith and Finance Workshop. Coming up today. Coming up in a few hours. Oh, yeah. in the Bellevue Residence Inn at 2 o'clock. We're going to be over there uh, kind of launching that that workshop series. So if you want to attend, we'd love to see you. Uh, once again, if you want to call into the show, AM 770 KTTH, Retirement Freedom, that's where you are, 800-465-8770 if you'd like to call in. Once again, that's 800-465-8770. I want to go to our next caller. Let's go to Robert in Puyallup. Hey, Robert, how are you? Yes, hello. You? How are you doing today? Appreciate, We're doing great. Uh, your show. Oh, thanks. Uh, Thank a couple you. questions. That. I'm I'm 72, uh, retired recently, uh, kind of put off my retirement until now so that I could maximize my social and then also, uh, you know, know that I'm going to be getting some uh, required minimum distributions. My question is, mm-hmm. I've got some uh, money that uh, I've accumulated uh, in 401k, but also some in, uh, in a credit union and in another institution where by uh, is it important? I know that you, you can have your money insured up to, what is it, $250,000 through FDIC? Correct. That's correct, yeah, by, by account. Right. Correct. Uh, unless it's in a brokerage firm, and I think it's 500000 now. Uh, am I saying that right? Some sort of other the SA, insurance? That's, that's the SIPC insurance, correct. But there's also other custodians that offer their own private insurance on different accounts that could be higher than that. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, my, some of my funds that I have, uh, I right now have just kind of a holding of a money market because we recently mm-hmm. obtained those funds. And... Um, I want to move them over to at least get start getting something working for it, whether it was some CDs or, or uh, even uh, some money markets have gone up. I mean, uh, um, I can get some like 1.5%, which is not great, but it's better than where I have it actually, right now. Uh, actually, you know, uh, is, are you going to need to touch that money? How important is that insurance? Do you think it's important, or could I put a lot of it in one institution? Well, I mean, I, you know, if if the whole financial market went down the tubes, then it would be pretty important, I suppose, or, or fraud from that particular, uh, you know, organization or, you know, there's a lot of kind of what ifs. I mean, insurance is really, it doesn't necessarily going to come to fruition, right? Just because you have it. 
Um, right, that's, right. That's the way I, could, I look I at it. I could just keep putting them in different you can. You know, I mean, why not? Just more to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're looking for simplicity, then obviously accumulation. And I would say that find, find one of the brokerage accounts or find something where you can get higher insurance than even the SIPC insurance, like I mentioned with the, uh, and better returns. Yeah. With the, um, you know, like with different clearing, uh, clearing firms. I mean, the one that we use has a $5 million policy on every account. So it, it's, you know, it doesn't, you know, at some point you have to ask, am I going to get something for it for my decision as an investor? And I would say you make your decision for performance as an investor first, and then that it would be secondary. It's not that it's not important if something went wrong. It's just that I wouldn't drive my decisions on investments based on that. Uh, the other thing yeah. just to throw out there for you is, uh, if you're look, if you're already at that income point and you're just trying to accumulate and not create any additional taxation, you know, there's a lot of mun- municipal opportunities out there that are tax free that, uh, you know, that are certainly above three and a half percent. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of different and, and, options and out there. And quality too. And high quality. You're not buying junk muni bonds. So, you know, make sure right. you, if you're going to, if you're going to shop the fixed income market, don't limit yourself to CDs or corporate bonds or, or anything that is is the obvious. There's a lot going on out in the fixed income market right now that you can go check out and, and see if you can get a better yield. There's a lot of options mm. out there, including floating rate and municipal, like I mentioned, municipal mutual funds that have higher higher coupon rates embedded in the mutual funds that haven't haven't mm. you know uh, matured out yet. Okay. So there's a lot of options. So don't think that just one or one and a half. Yeah. That's not true. Okay. Uh, make sure. <laughs> so don't feel like. Don't feel like you got to go to uh, the stock market to get higher dividends at three or whatever and take more risk. There's a lot in that in that space, just so you know. Okay. Yeah, and then th- this uh, this uh, correction that seems to be going on now, uh, I get a little bit nervous about that. Whether I should mm-hmm. pull some money and uh, off to the side, uh, money market, or <laughs> nobody has a crystal ball about that. But yeah. I don't. I, mean, I don't money market get a little bit nervous about. It being a, a, a too big of a correction. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I hear are you, you. Are you talking about your equity positions then? Yeah, you know, right. In other words, I've got some mutual funds and things, and, and I just uh, I've done all right, and I understand that uh, the, we've been blessed with a, a quite a return in the last yeah. couple of years or a few years. But so if it have a correction of uh, you know five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten percent. But the uh, last five years have been forty percent. You're still ahead, but yeah, you know, it, it's at my age, I have to be careful with that. You know, right? Are your mutual funds all with one fund family? No, I got most of them with uh, Vanguard, but you know, they've kind of a, a mixture. Well, I mean, one of the things you can do is you can uh, start moving over from mutual fund basis over to exchange-traded funds. The difference there is the mutual fund only has one price per day. The exchange-traded funds trade as stocks. So what you can do oh, okay. is you can go ahead and put stops on those. Uh, you know, And I would also blend in some other positions that might not have as much volatility right. as the standard S&P 500. You know, do some diversification yeah. tactics and... You know, don't limit your upside. I mean, if you're happy at at, at looking at potential one and a half percent returns out there for some consistency uh, and and lower your volatility that would be associated with the stock market, there's a lot of like I mentioned, there's a lot of uh, opportunities out there in uh, different space. It could be that, a little bit better than that. Well, that's good. Yeah, to know. What, what, yeah. When is your? Uh, you have a uh, uh, what do you call it? A uh, planning. You're planning going to be getting together day in Bellevue. 
Yeah, we are. We're gonna we're gonna be in Bellevue for our faith and finance uh, a workshop, and then okay. If, what uh, time is that again? That's at two p.m. in the Bellevue Residence Inn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I might it's, I might be able to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah come on yeah. down. We'd love e- to meet you. Yeah. Either that or Bob, give us a, uh, Robert. I'm sorry. Give us a call, and we can certainly do a, an analysis for you of what what your holdings yeah. are now and how we can do a better job of protecting you on the downside. Yeah. There's a lots of options out there that aren't really publicized. Yeah. Uh, that's okay, not going to well, cost you money. Like What's this. your uh, the name of your your uh, our firm company again? Yeah, it's uh, SC Financial Group. So it's our initials, Susan Carter, Shane Kleiner. It's SC. Okay. Yeah. SC Financial Group. We're just right here, just north of Overlake Hospital. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Thank you very much. Okay. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, great. Great questions. Great. There is so much going on out there in the market, and I'm glad that we actually had that call today because I, I hate for people to feel like they're starting to make lifestyle decisions based upon what the market might do. Well, it's just the, the general uh, nature that's out yeah. there as far as you make the assumption that you have cash, bonds, or stock, and there's there's so many different types of investments that are in between those that might actually be the right fit for you that you might have been looking for for the last two decades and didn't even know that they were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just not very publicized. Uh, you know, but once again, you got to do your due diligence and, and vet yourself out and, and understand what the investment does. The name of it actually doesn't matter in the end. It matters. What does it do? What right. does it do for me? Or, or, or does it do anything for me? Right. And, and, and that's the other side of it. So, uh, once again, 800-465-8770. I want to go right away. Uh, let's, let's keep this rolling here. I want to go to line two. Let's go to Dan from Federal Way. Hey, Dan, how are you? I'm fine. Thanks for taking my call. Can you hear me well? Uh, we can. Yes. Thank you. So I, I just have to say that your uh, comment about a month, uh, 30 minutes ago about when to retire and enjoying the quality days and you know years sure. in your life has really resonated with me because that's where I am right now. So um, I'm about okay, turn 60. Um, been in the workforce about 40 years. I've, I've done a pretty good job of saving money. I, I work with a financial advisor. Um, you know, eventual funds. I have some cash. I've got a lot of equity in my home. And um, my, my challenge right now is that I, I'm still employable. I have uh, a couple of options on my plate as far as the type of employment I want. And originally I thought about working to about 70 because my wife is younger than I am and I'm concerned about medical and maximizing our Social Security and all those pieces. But I also want to have, you know, I also want to enjoy retirement, and so I'm exactly. I'm kind of, I'm kind of a little bit, um, you know, letting the money side of it interfere with my, um, with my decision making, and so I guess my question is, is that it, should I should I should I factor in the fact that my wife is about five or six years younger than me, that um, you know. That, you know, for her to maximize my Social Security, she's not going to be able to do it until she's 67. For me to maximize mine, I have to be 70. Um, I have two job offers in place. One of them is going to be taking a lot of my time, but it's going to pay me double than what one will. One is in front of me, um, but I'll have more time off. And, you know, I don't know how much money I need because, like you said, I can't take it with me when I'm gone. So yeah, I, I well, just you know, want to know if my logic is upside down, or I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm at a loss here. Really, I have good well, problems. Here, here, you know, <laughs> you do. Yeah, here, here's the thing. Uh, you know, and you're not the only one that goes through this, Dan. Is that you think of this long algebraic equation, and it has about 20 different variables to it. 
the ability for you to, to, to actually analyze all of it and come to some type of a decision is very difficult. So that's the reason why we do the retirement analysis, because what we're doing is we're taking a look at everything you just mentioned, plus some, and we're creating an analysis for you so you visually can see what the effect of your decisions would be. And my guess is, is that if you had another half a million at the end of life, but you had plenty of money, it's probably not going to be as big a deal to you. So, uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, that's the music we're going to have to go for today. But uh, thank you for the call. And uh, if you give us, a, if you call us, what we'll do is we'll give you a complimentary review of that, and we'd be happy to show you what we're seeing. And I do applaud you okay, for well, thinking thank about you. your wife. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks, Dan, for the call. Really appreciate it. Uh, thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Bye, bye. So well, once again, now we're 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 off, Susan. We're I off know. to our we're, we're off to the Bellevue Residence Inn uh, for our two p.m. workshop. So anybody who wants to pop by, even to just say hi, uh, we'd love to see you. Love to meet you. All right. Take care, everybody. You've been listening to Retirement Freedom with your hosts Shane Kloniger and Susan Carter, and sponsored by SC Financial Group. If you would like to meet personally to discuss your financial and retirement options, call 425-451-2950 to schedule your free consultation. That's 425-451-2950. And be sure to join us again next Saturday morning at 11, right here on AM 770 KTTH, for another edition of Retirement Freedom. Retirement Freedom.